です。Thanks for tuning in today. My name is Kevin from Bison Moon Group. I'm sitting here today with Gina Lim. Gina Lim, and what is the name of your art company? I'm still thinking about that actually. Right now, it's Gina's Resin Art and Door. How long have you been doing the actual art side of things? Ah,、uh, just about a. Well, I've been an artist my entire life, but、uh, I've been doing the the resin art for just about a year now. So, Gina, what else do you do、uh, besides resin art? I'm a tattoo artist by trade. So, how long you've been doing that? About seven years. Are you the entrepreneur owner of that as well? Yeah, I did my apprenticeship in a shop, and then、uh, we bought a house and managed to convert the entire upstairs into a studio space. Gotcha. That's actually where we're sitting right now.、Uh, behind me, I've got a, a big door hanging, and it's great to see. Now you've started the resin art. Can you explain the process a little bit? Uh, well, I work with、uh, epoxy resin.、Um, I do order an art grade medium, which is non-toxic.、Um, basically, you mix it with various different solvents, pigments, pretty much anything except for water. And、uh, when you torch it and bring it together, like fun effects kind of happen、um, to make a really dynamic, bright, shiny, abstract art piece. That looks like glass or rock or something pretty amazing. No, it's cool. And the neat thing is, you can do different services.、Um, so even if you have a maybe a piece from your family that you want to keep but kind of make modern, maybe a set of drawers or anything like that.、Um, Gina, in your studio for your tattoo side, you have your countertop done, and I think it's really neat. Yeah, you can resin just about anything.、Um, yeah. <laughs> So, being the new business,、um, what kind of stage are you in? What's your biggest hurdle that you're up against right now? I'm still in the sort of just branching out into maybe possibly getting this on the market and selling it.、Um, I really I made myself a barn door, and I really love that idea as a product. I think other people would love、uh, custom large scale art piece as a barn door in their homes. So. Um, yeah, right now I've I've done several pieces for myself, just experimenting with the medium and trying to figure out how it works and how to manipulate it properly. And now I think I've got a pretty good hold on it, so I'm starting to create larger pieces that will go up for sale. Okay, have you looked at actually going into any art galleries or anything, or even like a flea market? Yeah, I don't really want to hit the flea market market.、Um, I I would love to sell these pieces to really rich people for lots of money. <laughs> Understandable. Edmonton's a good city for that. There are lots of really rich people here, right? <laughs> They actually cost quite a bit to make and take a lot of time and effort. So I think to be properly compensated, I'd have to charge quite a bit, which which most people wouldn't be able to afford. So, how long does it take to do a piece? Uh, it can take up to thirty days because you got to wait for it to cure. It takes thirty days to cure properly. So from Start to finish, it takes a while. Any side effects from doing it? Like, is there any smells that come off the resin or anything like that that stink up the house? Um. Yeah. Well, I rent a separate studio space, so I don't have any、uh, fumes in the home. The resin I use is non-toxic. However, I've noticed some fumes、uh, occur when you when you torch it. You you hit it with a blowtorch to get all the bubbles out, and that also helps do some fun things with it.、Um, 
So like my first piece, my barn door, I was mixing it with acetone to thin it out. And it turns out acetone is actually quite toxic. And that made me sick for like three weeks. <laughs> um, but so now I have a respirator that I use for any of the um, toxic parts. Gotcha. No, I appreciate it. So being a brand new business, have you actually done any marketing or business plan for it? Uh, just in my head for the business plan part. Um I'm fortunate enough to be very successful as a tattoo artist, so uh, I'm able to fund this whimsical journey of mine. Um, I do need to really start working out how to sell it or where to get it into. I think interior designers maybe is the way to go um, rather than art galleries. And yeah, so... No, that's understandable. Uh, it's neat that you can have one part of your one business kind of start to bankroll the other business. Yeah, super handy. It also makes you very busy. Cause What's your biggest struggle right now juggling the two? Uh, mostly, mostly time because um, I, you know, tattoo all day and then I go over to my studio and resin most evenings, you know, so. Do you share your studio space with anybody? I rent from an art uh, art community, actually. It's just above Page Masters Publications. Okay. Um, they have a large commercial building, and then the upstairs is a bunch of different rooms that various different artists rent. There's a there's a recording artist, and there's a photographer, and I don't know, some lady who makes, like, craft jewelry and a hair, hair weaver. I don't know. <laughs> I don't no, know. it's good that uh, a collective group of artists can get together. Um, I've heard of that happening a lot of times. Or... You know, I mean, it's kind of the similar idea that they have with that virtual uh, assistant now, too, where one person can share their specialty with two or three people and then keep the cost down for everybody. But it's nice that you can actually go to a building and share the space in the building with somebody to keep your costs down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really nice to be able to rent just a room somewhere that I can make a mess and leave it and then come to my nice stu home studio where it's, you know, clean and <laughs> <laughs> no that's good um what do you see is your biggest challenge coming up here in the future in the way of competition or other aspects of actually operating the tattoo studio and doing the art uh i've just been working out a, a proper balance um with everything like doing a budget and seeing how much money i do need to make in order to keep this funded and still be able to get out there and you know, sell it somehow. Um, so yeah, it's all about finding the balance, I think. How many tattoos do you do a week? Uh, it's time. I tattoo about five hours most days. And then how many pieces of art do you do a week? Well, the resin takes, you know, it takes two or three weeks to kind of get one piece done. Oh, and gotcha. It's going in multiple times because I like to do lots of layers and Cool. Yeah. yeah, I met you on Instagram there and you've got a video of you uh, doing art, uh, doing a, an actual door. It's really cool how you have it all set up. Mm -hmm. uh, you sped the video around and yeah, you look quick as a whip doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I found a neat little time lapse video app for the phone. So I just managed to hook my phone up there. I think it takes a picture every two seconds and then I played it back at like 190 pictures per second or something and very neat yeah it's fun interactive so that was the beginning of a piece that lays down kind of the the basics 
so a, a first session so to speak and then I think I added four or five more layers onto that piece and it's just curing now oh wow cool um so have you actually sold any pieces yet no not yet not yet so is it, do you have a website built no not yet so what's the best way for somebody that sees your art to reach out towards you yeah that's a good question I need to build a website and actually the the building that I rent pa it's page masters publications so they do art prints and they also do websites so I just spoke with them last two days ago and I think uh, I might go through them because they're able to photograph it they're really hard to photograph these things they're so shiny that is actually <laughs> kind of a neat uh, thought of things uh, I would imagine that they are really hard to photo yeah impossible like even my little videos, you know, I can't seem to get anything without glare somewhere because they're so shiny. Is that the finish that you put on them? That's the resin. It just finishes super glossy. Very neat. So when you were branching into doing the tattoos, how did you start out? Um, I started out, well, what happened is I, uh, I, I backpacked around the world for about 10 years. And then I got home thinking that it was time to you know, buy a house and do the whole white picket fence thing. And uh, the idea of working in an office kind of made me want to cry. So um, a friend of mine, actually, um, my cousin, one of my best friends, she was dating a tattoo artist at the time. And I've always been an artist, but I've never thought I could ever make money with it. And uh, she just looked at me and was like, that's what you should do. And I was like, fuck, yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's good. Um, it's funny how sometimes we stumble into a, a trade or uh, an art. So how old were you when you did your first tattoo? I was 26, I think. Yeah. And for people that haven't met you or checked out your Instagram page, do you, do you yourself have any tattoos? Yes, I have uh I'm, I have lots of tattoos, but, you, you know, nobody in Canada can really tell because you're always wearing clothes. Right? <laughs> it's when you go on vacation, summer tropical, that people are like, what? True that. <laughs> True that. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's a neat art. Um, have you ever done anybody like head to toe or somebody that you've covered mostly? I've tattooed a lot of. Yeah, I have some clients where they have, you know, full sleeves or a back or a chest or all of those things together. Um you know, over the years, my style has changed. I really feel like it's only been in the last, like, two years that I've really kind of tried to step up my drawing game. And I'm at the point right now where I can just draw something that I want to tattoo and post it, and, and it almost always sells, which is really, really fun for me. When, uh, <laughs> uh, like, a client's sitting in your chair and you're talking to them, does any of that conversation actually kind of help you with your resin art or help you with, like a tattoo that you're doing later on in life? Um, yeah, well, you meet the most interesting people when you uh, get to work with them every day with tattooing. Everybody is, people who get tattooed are so, like, from all different walks of life. Um, specifically with my resin, I find um, when I do a piece, I kind of, I find it, ha it has a personality. So that's one way I'm looking at marketing it is giving them a, like a human name and writing a story about them, you know, so people can relate to the abstract pieces of person. Um, you really, I don't know, you develop some really strong relationships as a tattoo artist, artist to client relationships. 
no, that's really cool. Anybody that you've really kind of hung on to as a friend over the last like decade, have you actually became where the, your business life has folded over into your business personal life? You know, I've tried, I've tried that a little bit, uh, once or twice and it's never really worked out. Uh, I find that like, I do have strong relationships with my clients. Um, but getting out there in public life is different. I also think as an artist, I do have quite a bit of, uh, social anxiety and, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm so busy. It's hard. I have like three close friends and that's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It, it's fun because as an entrepreneur, you sometimes get tied up in like your job business every day um, because you're always thinking about what to do next and what is happening right now. Yeah. Um, so what's your biggest struggle with kind of operating and being the own, like operating the business and actually? Uh, it's, it's everything else. I would love to win the lottery and just hire a team of people to do everything else so I can just do art. You know, I'd love to have someone do the social media management and book appointments and clients and answer emails and, you know, all of those things that uh, I find very time consuming and not as fun as drawing or painting. (laughs) No, that's good. Um, I I completely understand that, though, because I do really well working. (laughs) Then when it gets time to write out that receipt... I don't know what their address is. <laughs> I'm just happy to write out that receipt and move on to the next job because you're already planning ahead. I got to do an oil change in two weeks or I'm running low on ink. What's your biggest um, expense on either both sides of the art that people wouldn't expect? So when they see the price tag or the hourly rate for your tattoo that they don't know behind the scenes? Uh, well, right now, uh, like five years ago, I used to freehand everything so a client would come in and I would draw right on them with sharpie markers and they just get what they get and everybody thought that was like super fun and amazing um and it is fun you know like to be surprised I suppose um so but in the last two years I've really been trying to work on my drawing skills and draw things up beforehand so that effectively cut my wage in half because I'm drawing on paper for hours before I'll even see a client um, and then tattoo it. So it's like the same amount of time is put into prep as put into tattoos. Um, so that's one of the behind the thi- scene things with, with time. Um, as far as expenses go, um, you know, of course it costs a fair amount of money to run any sort of business. Um, but I would say the you know, it's, it's minimal, you know, like maybe maybe 15% of what I get paid would go into supplies, maybe even less. Gotcha. No, that that's cool because we all have to sit down and figure out our costs mm-hmm. and everything is different. Sometimes weather changes things, sometimes the availability of it, depending on your industry. Um, have you ever had where people have asked to be videotaped or watched during a tattoo? Um, no, I had one client who was very social media savvy. She went like live on Instagram or something. I thought that was kind of neat. I've been playing around with these little time-lapse videos. I find that when it comes to social media, um, you get more hits when you have like a little video clip rather than just a picture. You know, people just scroll through pictures, but they'll stop and watch a video for a while. So, no, that's cool. 
uh, I try to set up these podcasts where there's really no advertising. It's about getting your true story owned, and I like that about Instagram. Is so far it hasn't been bombarded by uh, advertisements. Not so much. It's more about people actually connecting and reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it sounds funny, but I I really do value that three seconds, that thirty seconds that the other social media accounts right now are taking away. Facebook, YouTube, they have those ads that constantly pop up. Um, is there anything about your location being out of your house you think is a good thing or a bad thing about either business? Uh, it's both. I think that I probably would have advanced further working around other artists in a in a real quote unquote tattoo studio. Um, I think I would have pushed myself sooner to do better if I was around that kind of inspiration all the time. Um, there's a, a huge stigma on working from home as a tattoo artist um, as being a bad thing because while well, a lot of people who tattoo out of their house, you know, pick up a kid off eBay and, you know, they're drinking and smoking weed all night and they're calling themselves tattoo artists, but, you know, they're, they're not artists. There's... <laughs> They're just scarring people, right? So there's, you know, when people's first reaction usually is like, what? You went to somebody's house for a tattoo, you know? It, you know what? It, it's really clean here. here. Yeah. The, the, the like, it, it's absolutely spotless. I would say it's, if anything, cleaner than at some other tattoo places that I've even visited. My clients are constantly just like backing me up and it's good and I am fully licensed and health board approved and I get inspected every year and I pass with flying colors me and the health inspector you know we're buddies (laughs) (laughs) and you have all the appropriate autoclaves and everything like that yeah well actually now everything in the tattoo industry is disposable so there's three layers of protection use disposable single-use items Um, of course they get disposed of properly um, everything gets sterilized with a surface disinfected and it gets covered with a surface barrier and then afterwards gets sterilized again with a surface disinfectant. So there's lots of layers just to make sure, you know, if you're dealing with blood, you got to be extra careful. Do you think the internet and TV like shows portray anything special or kind of almost commercialized that, you know, I mean, people, oh, I need to go to let's say Las Vegas to actually get a good tattoo. I can't get one in Edmonton. <laughs> Do you think anything like that is kind of hyped up the, uh, well, I the think culture? That's where Instagram comes in really good and, and whatnot. I think, um, there, well, there's some absolutely incredible tattooists in Canada. There's some amazing ones in Vegas too. All over the world. There's so many good tattoo artists. I think for, you or for anybody who's looking to get a tattoo what is super important is to look at their portfolio and um you know every every artist has their own kind of style so if you like their style then that's who you should get if they have you know good work do you have a website for the tattooing side of things yeah i have a domain name right now it just refers people to my facebook page because my website I, w- I fell back on that. <laughs> okay. But so Facebook, Instagram, Gina's Studio. How could Bison Moon Group help you reach the moon? Um, I think this was an interesting experience uh, all on its own and helpful to get the word out about local entrepreneurs. Um, you've already given me a lot of ideas on how to expand my resin art business. 
which I really would like to make successful down the road. <laughs> no, it's a really neat product. And I like the fact that you're thinking outside the box. So it's not just art. It's actually a practical uh, yeah. tool in the house. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I ran across a business the other day that did the front of fridges and turned them into, uh, they just used a 3D printer and print, printed, uh, what was it, sunflowers on the front of it. That's cool. And you could honestly risen the front of a fridge, lay it down, do it, and away you go. So I, I like the fact that you're willing to look outside the box. You could do a, a coffee table, a piano even. Just about anything. I think I'll stick with doors because... Well, who knows down the road, you might branch out on all your different products, but, um, but yeah, I think art as a functional thing is, uh, is a really, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a different, different idea rather than just hanging something on your wall. I also think that for abstract art, you got to go really big and where are you going to put something really big if it's not like a door or something, you know? What's been your favorite piece, either a tattoo or a door? Can you describe it? Uh, well, the door behind you, it was my first, it's my barn door and it was my first large scale piece and it's probably, it's my favorite to date. Absolutely. Um, it is absolutely cool. It looks like a, a rock that's been cut in a thin slice, but it's eight feet tall. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it looks really, really neat. It's got blue down the middle of it and orange on the sides. So no, it sounds really good. What do you think you're actually achieving doing a tattoo or doing a door for someone uh well with the tattoos i mean that's very much self-expression for people so they are able to have a mom and daughter date and get matching chickadees or express part of themselves on their body you know i'm really into the lady face tattoos so i have a lot of female clients who get like their you know inner goddess so to speak on themselves um I think it tattoos are just a way for anybody to sort of express, you know, who they are for the world to see in a semi-private way. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. It does. It <laughs> does. Yeah. Kind of show your heart on the out on your sleeve. Yeah, it is. Is there anybody in town that you really work with as a following business? Somebody that you might get your business cards from or printer or another tattoo artist himself? Uh, it's funny you mentioned that, actually. Um, we were just looking into, uh, my husband and I were looking into making t-shirts with some of his drawings. So we were just looking at all the little local printing companies. Haven't dealt with them yet, but we might pop by one later today. Yeah. <laughs> There's always something new to do, right? Um, as for artists in Edmonton, I'm heavily, I've been heavily helped out by um, Jessica at Capital Tattoo. Capital Tattoo is is an amazing tattoo shop. They have incredible artists. She's done a lot of my own work and has been super inspiring and encouraging throughout my whole journey. Oh, cool. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me today. Um, hopefully somebody coming up in the business can learn or just a, another artist can kind of share the same thoughts and feelings of struggling and winning all at the same time. Yeah, it's always a struggle. You never know if it's going to work out, but if you enjoy what you do and you keep doing it it probably will sounds good well thanks for tuning in to bison moon group today and if you have any questions the best way to reach you gina uh the best way is by email or through my facebook or instagram uh it's gina's tattoos at gmail.com or gina's studio it's j-e-a-n-a-s 
studio. <laughs> well, thank you. You guys have a great day.